0: Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast Wednesday morning. And I'm thrilled that you're here with me today as we kind of um, get towards the middle of the week. And it seems kind of strange for many, for us, it's just a little bit, if I could put it this way, middle of the week. Um, Here we are already here and yet, we, uh, it seems like it just started yesterday, and uh, but I'm glad to be back in the saddle with everything going normal today. Of course, tonight is church. Let's be faithful to church no matter where we are. And I know we're in between Christmas and New Year's, and I know a lot of people um, kind of get out of sync. Let's not get out of sync. Let's stay in our rhythm. Let's be in church. Let's see what God can do. How about that? And Let's just have a great day a great service tonight. And of course, tonight, I'm preaching. I'm teaching a lesson on the Christian home on protecting your children. And this is a vital lesson for every parent. And I'd encourage you to be in, in, in presence tonight. I think you'll find it to be very, very helpful to you as a parent, some things that maybe you've not thought about that you need to think about. And I'd encourage you to do so. And um, I'm looking forward um, to this lesson and seeing what God can do. Well, today, let's talk about doing right pays greater dividends. In Ezekiel 44, verse 15, the scripture says, But the priest, the Levites, the sons of Zadok, that kept the charge of my sanctuary, when the children of Israel went astray from me, they shall come near to me to minister unto me. They shall stand before me to offer unto me the fat and the blood, saith the Lord God. Now God addressed the priest about their compromise when Israel went astray. The priest of the tribes of Levi worship the same idols that Israel worshipped when they went astray. Now God turned to the sons of Zadok who, who did not go astray when their brethren went astray. And he said that because these sons of Zadok did not go astray, that they would not stand before me, that he said that they would that they would stand before me to offer unto me the fat and the blood, and shall enter into my sanctuary. They shall come near to my table, minister unto me they shall keep my charge. Now, both of these groups could be used by God, but one was able to be used in a greater way. The first group of people who went astray, God was willing to forgive them and use them when they came back, even though their sin caused them to forfeit some rights. However, the second group that did not go astray was used in a greater way because they never went the way of sin. Now, growing up as a young man, I... I heard men who traveled the country as evangelists who lived wicked lives before they got saved. And even after they got saved, some of these men did. These men were often the most coveted after evangelists of the time because of their testimony of God's grace to use them despite their sin. I can remember as a boy wondering, as just a young boy, and I'd wonder, I wonder if if God could use me. Because because I, I didn't have a story like these men had. My story was that I grew up in a preacher's home. I was saved at a young age, never had a drop of alcohol touch my lips, never been to a dance floor, never been to a movie house, never had drugs and lived my life, tried to live my life serving God. I didn't have what they called a testimony. One day I was just a young evangelist and a pastor said to me, he said, Brother Domley, he says, he says um, would you preach your testimony to my children? I told that pastor, I said, but I don't have a testimony. He stopped me and he said something to me that I never forgot. He, what he said to me, he says, I, he says, you have a great testimony. And He says, and I want my young people to hear it. He, he said to me, he said he wanted his young people to realize that God can use you in a greater way if you don't live a life of sin. He said his young people heard too many glamorous stories about sin and people coming back to God and how God used them, but he wanted to hear the, he wanted them to hear the most glamorous story of God using men in a greater way because they did not live a life of sin. Now God most certainly can use the individual who let sin ruin their lives. I believe in that. I believe in restoration. But he can use the life untainted by a life of sin in a greater way. The greatest testimony is not that God is using a recovered life scarred by sin, though that's great, but that God's using the life that never chose the life of sin in a greater way. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe in restoration. Anybody that knows Alan Domley knows I believe that God can restore people. But I also believe that God would much rather use the life that is not scarred by sin and he will use them in a greater way. You see, sin always has consequences that can't be reversed. And just because God restores people does not mean they can do anything in the ministry. You see, a life not scarred by sin leaves the whole playbook open for God to use. The person who has tried to live right can be used in a greater way because there's nothing they forfeited because of sin. To the person who's gone the way of the the prodigal son, to live a life of sin, you have, you, have, you have potential, but maybe not as what it once used to be. But the one who's not gone the way of the prodigal, you have greater potential if you keep your life clean. My friend, God reserves his greatest blessings for those who choose not to live a life of sin. You don't have to go into sin and be restored to have a great testimony. The greatest testimony is this. You chose God. And you and he was your greatest choice, and you didn't. And you said, I, "I've never." Doesn't mean that you're not a sinner, but you didn't choose the life of sin. You didn't do something that forfeited your right to do certain things, my friend. This is critical, and I certainly hope that you would look at your life and say, "Boy, I don't want to. I don't want to limit God's playbook in my life." See, God has that playbook, and God wants to use you. And boy, let me tell you what happens. God has to tear out some pages of the playbook when a person lives a life of sin, but that one who tries to live right and does right and quickly confesses and forsakes anything they've done wrong, God has the whole playbook to use. Now, God can use anyone. He's omnipotent, but I promise you this. God can use the one who's humble, who lives a holy life, who's not gone the way of sin. He can use them in a greater way. Because there's no limits of the consequences that sin has caused in their life. My friend, I hope this is a challenge to you today. Now, let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great Wednesday, my friend.